Hello, folks. Today, we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 29th Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the oh-so-many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, taking a vacation here, how one acquires their legal status, and so much more. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is truly an involved process. More and more individuals and families are thinking about it now, and they're starting the process here. Many people are moving to Costa Rica this year. There seems to be so much stress and a need for change in the lives of many all over the world, and Costa Rica is that Pura Vida lifestyle oasis. It's a land of tranquility, so much biodiversity here. It's a laid-back life. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his entire team have helped hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything else that is involved with the process for many years. He's an expert, he's a professional, and he's a perfectionist when it comes to his business, and I'm really happy to have him here with us, answering so many questions that we have. We are recording a series of Q&A type episodes, and each episode, as you know by now, will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process, what you can expect when living here in Costa Rica, and so many other topics that basically they're going to cover just about every question you will have about the daily life here in paradise. You're going to learn about how to begin the residency process, the how it works, the time frames, and so much more. Kevin, I say welcome to you for the 29th time. We appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining what you know about Costa Rica after being here for 30 years and what we all need to find out about it. Well, for the 29th time, I'll say thank you very much for the invite, and maybe we can make it 39, 49, 59 in the future, because we're here and we enjoy these these episodes, and we enjoy your questions, Skipper. Well, that's the plan, my friend. We do have a lot of questions coming in on a daily basis, and um, it's it's really been a lot of fun, Kevin. In our first 28 episodes, we discussed a lot of things about Costa Rica, legal status, uh, do you need to speak Spanish, how to start a bank account, the geography of Costa Rica, so many different types of questions coming in and keep in mind there's no silly or stupid question and hopefully from you we don't get any silly or stupid answers (laughs) (laughs) we'll try uh we really do appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest of questions and we're going to start out today by asking you is the government of costa rica a stable government Yes, it is a full-fledged democracy, although we are a republic by definition. It is a stable government. We have our elections every four years. They're gearing up for it now because in the early springtime, we'll have another election. By law here, we cannot or do not get bombarded by ads in the papers or posters, et cetera, et cetera. For so I think it's I think it's 90 days before the actual election, so that by election day, 
not everybody is worn out completely with the blah, 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 blah about government promises or candidate promises and such. We only have to put up with it 90 days, not like some countries to the north that the election is called in one day and they either start trying to minimize that election or try to advocate the next election starting 360 plus days after the final election, the, election, the previous election. So it's a stable government. We give our Congress, we have our president, the president has a lot of power, but unfortunately, historically, he does not get a majority in the mem membership in the Congress and such. As a result, it's almost a lame government from the start, not very productive. And I feel, you feel a certain pity for the for the individual. We we so I won't want to say for the for the man, but we have had excellent women presidents here right now. Right currently, we have a vice president, number one vice president, who is a woman, and uh, so we have to say we have some excellent politicians, and we have some previous or in some people's estimation currently some mediocre to poor politicians. It's all, it's all a, uh, a system of votes and more votes and declared winner, hopefully with a majority. Kevin, I spent some time in Florida and down in Florida, the business hours for retail stores uh, usually Grocery stores open up at seven o'clock. I know many of our government offices in the state of Florida open up at eight o'clock. I spent some time in Chicago this year, and it seems like they're an hour behind. Most of their stores open up at eight o'clock and nine o'clock. And I was wondering in Costa Rica, I know it gets light very early in the morning, but what are the regular business hours for retail stores, for government offices? Are banks open on Sunday? Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Okay, it's quite a diversity of set times and such. Normally your grocery stores are open, the chains are open by eight o'clock and close, honestly, I believe at six o'clock. But it, 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 it does vary to some degree, but it depends on the type of, of business. Office hours, such as uh, banks and such, are usually 11 to 6. The office hours for lawyers' offices and such are really what they want to make them. Uh, my, my lawyer works from 9 o'clock in the morning until the last client leaves. I think he makes his last appointment at 4.30 in the afternoon after that. It's another, it's an, into a new day. There is no, my, what, uh, what is the term they use in Mexico uh, when they siesta in the afternoon? No, we don't have that here. It's too, it's too archaic and, and fallen out of favor. Perhaps years ago they had it, but not since I've been here, where they have their closed down at 1.30 or 1 o'clock till 4 o'clock. Although we have the heat of the day is in that period of time, we really have enough uh, air conditioning and air conditioned cars and, and uh, enough 
protection that we don't have to do it like they used to do in Mexico and they still do to a certain uh, certain degree having the afternoon siesta. So business hours are very, very similar to North America. Kevin, uh, with the exception of, I think, one or two states in the United States, um, we have daylight savings time. Because of that, there's a difference in the time that the sun goes up, the sun comes up, and the sun goes down. I know in, in Costa Rica, it's just about the same at all times. For those people who are listening who've never been to Costa Rica before, does the sun always come up at the same time? Does it set at the same time? And if so... Uh, what are those times? Well, we're so close to the equator that there is a slight variance in the length of the day versus the length of the night, but it is literally unnoticeable. I, we're talking like 40 minutes from the one extreme to the other. As the, as the seasons go, they sort of the day right now, it's, uh, what, October? You're seeing probably sunset around, uh, I want to say 530, 6 o'clock, 630. Sorry, it's just a, a wide variety of variance in time and such. Traditionally, we up by 530, you'll, you'll need a light on. But by the time you get down to your back door or front door, 6 o'clock, bright and and sunny or bright and warm and getting warmer. It's a, it's a, it's sort of a I don't I don't want to say a trip question, but my answer is stumbling because it just becomes so normal that uh, you're up around 5:30 6 o'clock at the latest because the best part of the day I believe and most people in Costa Rica believe is at early in the morning. Construction starts here very early, seven o'clock in the morning, but they close down earlier in the afternoon because uh, it's just the way they, they do business here. Uh, it's, it's, it, you can be awoken, awakened by a lawnmower 5, 36 o'clock in the morning, somebody hammering out nail into a piece of wood that early even cutting down a tree it can be that early people just have a slight difference in in their work hours but it's uh, something that you get so used to that it doesn't it doesn't register anymore people will say well what time do you go to bed well <laughs> depends what i did that day i suppose but the the fact is the sunset 8 30 8 o'clock pretty well year round is uh, is the norm that start getting dark. You turn on your outside lights at probably eight o'clock. It's it's uh, a question that is, is you get so used to that is the norm and then you're trying to figure out well back in Canada we used to do this and that. We don't change our time down here so it doesn't have that big uh, hit spring and fall about a time change we just stay the same and literally the days the length of days are pretty well the same year round not enough to be noticeable the change is not enough to be noticeable 
And keep in mind, if you don't live close to the city where you hear the lawnmowers in the morning, if you're staying closer to the jungle, you have the howler monkeys that, that wake you up. <laughs> Nature's alarm clock, huh? Yes, that, that's funny you should mention that. It's, it's, it is, uh, they are literally nature's alarm clock. Then the birds come in and then on and on and on. It's, I think the wildlife in Costa Rica rules, literally. I think people actually do get up because of the, the wildlife. And we have wildlife here. It's one of the biggest attractions to the country. I think it is to sit and watch the macaws in the or toucans in the in the tree over watching what you're eating. There was a bread and breakfast that we used to enjoy considerably, not so much for the bed and breakfast, but their breakfasts were were out of this world. But you sit at the veranda and have your coffee and your Gallo Pinto and your and your eggs over light and, and over easy rather and, and on and on. And also a bowl of fruit, of course, that's a natural, that's a, a requirement here. But those uh, two cons would watch and watch until or, or parrots also, they'd watch until the fruit came to the table. Then they'd land on the banister of the of the veranda or of the porch, and they'd help themselves to your meal. In fact become quite indignant that uh, you weren't sharing your food fast enough, they'd help themselves. And I've seen them actually, they're clever. I've seen them wait and wait and then just scoop down, grab the plate or bowl and take off with it. But the, the tribe or flock following their leader because they're gonna have their breakfast a la carte. It's, 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 a, it's a treat. Kevin, we segued perfectly into our last uh, question here. A few episodes ago, you mentioned a little bit about the wildlife in Costa Rica, but what type of wildlife can we see in Costa Rica? I know there you had spoken about um, many of the visitors come to see the birds, the different hundreds of varieties of birds in Costa Rica. What else is here? Well, regarding wildlife, it really depends what bars you go to. what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, wrong bars, sorry. Wrong, wrong wildlife. Now, the, every area of the country has uh, its own attractions, in a sense. The, the monkeys, although they're pretty well throughout the whole country, where there is a heavier population of tourists, you'll find more monkeys. Why? Because they feed them, and monkeys are lazy, they would much rather have you throw them a banana than for them to have to go search for one. There was a, a video on Facebook a while back where it was a bar and the person had set a pineapple on the bar while they went to get a knife or whatever to cut it up to put in their drinks and such. And this monkey swung down off the roof onto the ring gutter, down onto the porch railing, let's get over, grab the monk, grab the pineapple, put it under his arm and swung away and, and gone. And the camera was taking every step of this trip the monkey took. And then back comes the waiter or, or bartender, I forget what exactly it was, 
and he's looking for it. And over in the distance, you can actually see the monkeys laughing at the bartender or the, the waiter. They, they knew what they were doing, they got it. But that's the wildlife of Costa Rica. They're, you know, sure we have the um, leopards and such. I, I saw a panther here one time when I was working or walking through a, a teak plantation. Uh, the strange thing is, even even the the wildlife is a little different here. That that particular cat was being chased by a dog, and that was the farmer's dog. I swear to God, that cat and dog were friends because he wasn't trying to escape from him. He was just loping along. If the dog started to get closer, he just speeded up a little bit. But the dog had no intention of catching it. It was fun for him. The cat was enjoying the, the exercise. And I certainly enjoyed the, the, the watching nature in its own environment. It's always been going to be a, a, memory, a memory of mine for life. The biodiversity here is amazing. It crocodiles is, is. are uh, the crocodiles are in a lot of different uh, rivers in Costa Rica. In fact, um, sometimes you you may see them on certain beaches. So you do have to just keep your eyes open. Tapers, just so many different uh, different species of animals, butterflies, everything, hummingbirds. Hummingbirds is unreal. I, I can walk out of my backyard anytime, any evening, or you know, say say six o'clock or six o'clock in the morning. And although technically it is illegal to feed the birds, the wild birds, everybody seems to have a an old uh, hummingbird feeder somewhere stashed away that they go to. I understand what the government's trying to do by saying, no, don't feed the birds, such, but the fact is the birds don't understand what the government mandates. They'll only understand that that human there feeds me sugar water or hummingbird feed, which is a special low calorie, sweet nectar, call it red, that they seem to like. But no, it's, it's uh, nature, nature is quite, uh, and I say it in the right sense, invasive up here. It, you, you have a hard time getting away from the flora, fauna, and animals, and birds, and iguanas. And even in your house, you have little things called geckos, which are really an inch, inch and a half long, two inches long, uh, little lizard type thing. The, everybody says they do a lot of catching of bugs and such, but in fact, they, they don't. They are in the house because it's it's safe there and they can venture out at nighttime or what, whatever they do. I'm not, a, I'm not familiar with them, but I certainly don't find them offensive. And it's rather fun to watch them at nighttime, scoop from one picture to another, just uh, pretending to hide from me. But in reality, they're not scared of you. And you know, they're not scared of you if you don't have if you don't have a cat. The cats and geckos seem to have an affinity for each other. Uh, they the geckos run and the cats chase. And uh, never seen too, too successful catching them, but they have a lot of fun. Costa Rica boasts over twenty five percent of their land mass is protected territory through national parks and 
through preserves, and they've done such a great job in uh, enhancing the wildlife, making sure that it will go on forever and ever. Kevin, thank you. As always, it's been a pleasure. And, folks, we have posted Kevin's contact information and his website address in the program notes that are associated with each and every episode that we do, by the way. And also, uh, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 28 conversations with Kevin regarding residency. All the links are going to be posted, or they have been posted, at the bottom of the homepage of his website at Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. That's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. And if you like what you heard today, share our Q&A session link with your friends and family. And if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you want Kevin to cover, let us know. Send your request to my email address at Costa Rica Good News at gmail.com. And for those of you who have done so already, thank you very much. And Kevin, thank you very much. We'll see you soon for our next conversation together, talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more. You're welcome entirely, Skip. I appreciate the time you spend getting these questions to me, and I hope they're of some interest to your, to your listeners. Have a good day. My pleasure. Thank you.